Hey there, everybody. It's Tina Conrad, AKA DJ Breast Cancer. And I am here with an amazing guest. She's across the pond. Her name is Rosalie Rocca. She was 39 years old when she was diagnosed and a single mom at that time with an only an 18 month old daughter. Um, she really has come full circle with massage therapy. So there were certain things in her life um, that really impacted her and she found this charity and now she's um, come full circle and using massage therapy to help others um, go through their treatments. So welcome, Rosalie. So nice to have you. Thank you, Tina. I'm so excited. So if you want to tell uh, the listeners a little bit more about yourself, who, who you are and maybe you know what you love to do. So I'm from West Indies originally, from Martinique, and we moved to Paris, to France with my parents when I was about eight, um, eight nine. And so, yeah, I've lived in Paris most of my life, and then I traveled a bit, New York, Canada. I loved traveling. Um, I was in dentistry before, in orthodontics. Um, Yes, until I had the cancer, that was what I used to do. Yeah, so I love that, that you've, you've traveled. We all want to get traveling again, um, for the record. <laughs> <laughs> the sooner the better, right? Um, and, and we're all kind of in this, you know, crazy lockdown mode uh, right now. Um, you especially, but um, yeah. I, know, I, I think UK is really locked down, aren't they? Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Um, and I love that, you know, you had a different passion, which was, you know, dentistry, but then cancer kind of made you find your purpose and like, have you go on a different journey, but Definitely. let's, let's back up maybe a little bit and talk about your cancer journey. So like maybe how you found your cancer and, you know, what treatments you received with your cancer. So I was under the shower and I felt a lump on my breast, but of course at the time that wasn't in my head at all because I had an appointment with, the, with my GP at the time. So I thought as I'll go to see her, I'll ask her to double check that for me as well at the same time. And it went really quickly from that because straight away she sent me for a biopsy and then they, they um, gave me the diagnosis of breast cancer stage 4.5. Um, I forgot the exact terminology. I put it on my page, but yeah, it was breast cancer. So I have had two lumpectomies, um, chemotherapy and radiotherapy. Yeah, and you had a very young daughter at the time. And so that must have my been- My daughter was 18 months, yes. Yeah, so that must have been very difficult to be, and you were a single mom. so. You're going yeah. through this cancer, you know, journey, all this, you know, um, treatments, but then also too, you know, being the sole provider, you know, for your daughter as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, you know, that was something, but you know, at the same time, I'm feeling like she's been helping me a lot as well, because I see, or I heard some of my clients losing faith or asking themselves how they can do or or asking me, how did I do? But I'm feeling like I didn't have any choice because I'm in the UK on my own. I don't have any family or around. And the few friends I had at the time, funny enough, as soon as they heard about cancer, they let me down. So I had to do things. I had to stood up and I had to do things for my daughter, really. So that really helps me, actually. 
Yeah, it was almost like a, a necessity for you to to move forward. Yes, I love yes. too. In your bio, you talked about finding this um, charity, which ended up being a great amount of support for you at your time of of need. Um, yes. Force Force Cancer Charity. If you want to describe yes. that, you know, experience that you had with so, that charity. This charity, it's. Uh, I mean, I went first with Macmillan. I don't want to be, you know bad mouth but i haven't had a good experience with macmillan and a lot of my clients neither and this center um offer the same things actually you've got six treatments for free for yourself and your carers and you've got the whole team with counseling um drama therapist um all sorts of arts um, yoga, mindfulness, you've got a whole team of people really there for you, helping you. Also the finances, every single, you know, um, things that we need when we go through the cancer, it was there under that umbrella. So I went there and, and yeah, it was just amazing. You know, again, when you go through treatment, being you go through so much pain, so much harsh time, and you cut it there, here and there, you are shocked from here and there, you know, and all of a sudden receiving this amount of care and love yeah. makes me really emotional. I couldn't stop crying when I received my first massage. And on the bed when I had my second lumpectomy, I was laying down crying and really asking God, what, what would I do next? You know, what's after the cancer? And I felt it really deeply. I wouldn't go back to what I used to do because I wasn't the same person anymore. Mm -hmm. I see some people going back to what they used to do, like in a way nothing happened. But for me, it was different. I didn't know what I would do, but I knew there was something for me. So when I went to that center and I started to receive the massage, I had this click telling me that, yeah, this is what I want to do. But mainly for me, it was also giving back all I received because the love, everything for me was there. And it was like you mentioned earlier about necessity. It was a necessity for me to be there. I really, really wanted it, you know. So I retrained as a therapist. I did complementary therapies with massage reflexology and aromatherapy and as i expressed um the the you know i expressed to them the fact that i wanted to be there so they proposed to me to start as a volunteer in the center so i volunteered there and until i qualified and then when the place was available they offered me to work there so for me that was the best day of my life and it's been five six years i've been there and tina i'm telling you the amount of love i receive in that place it's like i would never do anything else now i really really yeah i love it <laughs> oh and and i love it because I, I can see your because, face oh yeah i love it so much you know when you can people always look at me and tell you how beautiful you are and they look about a lot of superficial things but actually i always felt the best place for me to be is where i can relate to people no matter how beautiful you are pain is pain mm -hmm. and i've been through the whole chemo you know everything on my own with my daughter so i know when people express how tired they are or how the chemo 
you know, they lose their hair. Every single details I've been there. So I'm like, it's, it's beautiful for me to be there to witness how people react. And then I can help the best that I can. So I love it. <laughs> I love that. Like, and you do, you come from a place of empathy because you've traveled in all of those shoes that everyone's traveled yeah. in. So thank you for yeah. sharing that. The, what a beautiful place that sounds like it. And, and, you know, we were kind of oh, talking, yes. talking a little bit before we started recording about the importance of, you know, finding community and finding your people. And for you, that was kind yeah. of your community and your people. And now you continue to find more people that, you know, are, are like you and you can help them as well. Yes. Yes. And that's for me, that's the best thing, you know? Yes. I love that. And, and I love, um, all the things that you're trained in, like that's so awesome. Massage therapy, reflexology, and even the aroma therapy thing. So that's, that's pretty cool. I haven't heard of that one too much. Um, but I assume that that's with, you know, smells and like using that to, to help heal. Essential oils. Yes. 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 Oh, very so cool. It's funny as well, because as I've, you know, on that journey of changing things around, when I think about my background in dentistry with all the toxicity, the strong smells and everything, and now I am in a completely different. <laughs> you have done a, a 180 for sure. I love that. Yeah. Um, and I love the whole idea of like the transformation. I too like felt, um, I, I didn't feel the same person coming out of, you know, cancer as I went in. Um, you know, I, I think I even wrote a piece like, my job didn't change, but I did, you know? And, and so it was kind of like realizing that, understanding that, and then using that as fuel for, you know, the next chapter of your life. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you did amazing as well with all you do. <laughs> well, I still have a day job um, that I still do, but um, I work now for a company that um, has like a breast cancer foundation. And so it's awesome to just to work for a company that, really cares about breast cancer the way that I do. Like it's, it's hard when you work for someone else that, you know, just doesn't get it. So understand. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, diving in a little bit to faith, you've, you've touched on it, you know, already, but you know, just would love to know like what faith played a role in your life. And it can be, you know, even from growing up to like now yeah. with your cancer journey and then like now beyond too. But um, we were kind of chatting before we hit record about, you know, there being no coincidences. And, and I do think that there are certain things, um, the more spiritual and faith-filled that you get, that you do realize, you know, God has a plan and God loves us and God has lessons for us. So would love to hear kind of your philosophy on faith. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe even start with your childhood. Like, were you, were you always um, involved in like religion and in faith when you were growing yeah. up? I'm from West Indies. It's very strong over there. Catholicism. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then did you feel a lot of faith, you know, going through your cancer journey? Like, did you oh, feel yeah. alone or did you feel like God was with you? Oh, no, definitely goes with there, you know, definitely. Because, I mean, as we know, so many people die from cancer, you know. So I had my first lumpectomy and as, as soon as I heard I had a second, I needed to go back to um, general anesthetic and just that itself, for me, it's scary. So, yeah, no, definitely. I know God was there. But like you said, it's beautiful when we've got this understanding about stuff and it's beautiful when you when you understand the process, because it's a process, first you have to go through that. 
and then gradually once you're there you understand why you had to go through that so for me that's that because i was comfortable in dentistry um trying to aim for more more training um dental hygienist and i realized actually with the cancer it was going back to basics and basics is love you know compassion and all of that if i haven't had that not not to say that i wasn't on that level but with the cancer it's on a much deeper level yeah you know because i didn't know for example love for me at the time i did i think i, I never really knew what love meant until i had my daughter go through this experience with her and then coming to the center like i said to you earlier receiving so much love so then i'm in a place where i can give back so you understand that it's not always about money and materialistic thing. It's, it's something higher and bigger than that. Yeah. So my face for me is that definitely. Because again, if I can give an example, it's a charity and we are not paid massively. And a lot of people said to me, Rosalie, why don't you go back? Now you're much better and everything. Why don't you go back to dentistry? I had the choice. I can earn much more money and go back to what I knew, or shall I stay where I'm not earning a lot of money, but I'm gaining so much more from it. So it's a balance and a choice. And for me, that's it. I'd rather stay there. It's a completely different, um, I can't even explain it. <laughs> no, I love it though. And, and everyone you know, that's going to listen to this podcast can't see Rosalie on the other side, but her face definitely beams like when she speaks of, of her job and her people and where she's at. Like, and so 100% you are at the place like that you need to be. And, and I love that. Um, I'm so grateful actually. You know, I'm really, really grateful for that because yeah, it's funny sometimes that we can think that we choose a past and that's the only one, but actually, yeah, no. So yeah, my face is really strong, Tina, definitely. I love that. It's so yeah. beautiful. They say that you have to um, experience God to know him. I wonder if there's been any times along your path where you felt like either God was speaking to you or talking to you or sending a messenger to kind of help guide you through anything too, or just like seeing something beautiful in nature that really like made you feel overwhelmed all with love. Time, all the time. My first example, I think, would be my daughter because I dreamt about her name. She's called Jade Angel. So that's, that would be the first example for me. And yeah, I had a lot of different experiences, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where to, yeah. Yeah, I know. There's so many where like, you know, you get the goosebumps or you just feel like God placed this person in your life, you know, for a oh, certain yeah. reason. Yeah, yes. yeah. I love that. And I love your daughter's name is so beautiful. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Um, would love to know like more, um, about purpose and, and maybe even it's too, like, what are you teaching to your daughter about, you know, purpose, um, or finding a meaning? Um, I, I know for you, you know, working in, um, the force on cancer charity where you do the massage therapy and reflexology is, is so important to you, but how would you, you know, teach that to someone else or to your daughter, um, you know, about like why this is important to you? I think it's one of those things when you have to be really tuned with yourself because mm -hmm. we know deep inside. Sometimes 
a bit like I said, tried to say earlier, sometimes we are looking for things, but it's not necessarily what we need. It's a, it could be a want, but not a need. But if we are align, in alignment with ourselves and we put everything into God for him to guide us, and then we can come back to ourselves. We, we know it's, it would be trusting your gut and all of that, you know? So we know instinctively what would be better. And I think, and I witnessed it a lot in the center for a lot of people. Um, yeah, like I said, they've got this diagnosis. They're feeling completely, they're feeling like they'll never come, you know, um, to an end with it or they're feeling completely devastated but as we talk and I explain things to them or if they see people they've got experiences um, it, it starts to, to get clearer you know this sense of coming back to yourself a lot of yeah. people don't have that they live outside themselves not inside so it's a lot of yeah a lot of um, I experience I ex try to explain that a lot. One thing as well that I did when I had the cancer, I read Christopher Reeves' books. Mm. And, uh, and again, I mean, <laughs> for, the, for the clients who are asking me how you stand up when you're completely, you know, on the ground, I've been telling them, get that book and you, on, you see how is, what he's been doing, how he did. And, and it gives you so much strength. And yeah, you find your strength like that. I've been doing that a lot, reading people's, the true stories or watching true movies, just trying to grab here and there, like proper example of people and how, how, yeah, how they did it basically. Yeah, I love that. You're so introspective. Like I love like your philosophies. <laughs> I could I could listen to him all day long. And Christopher Reeves, I mean, what a true example of someone you know, who who is resilient and perseveres yeah. and you know just keeps keeps going and such an amazing heart too. Um, yes. Yeah. So it's yes. Really, yeah, it's really. Happening. I have not I have not read it, so I will have to check that one out for sure. Um, I. <laughs> I always recommend, um, there's one called When Bad Things Happen to Good People. Um, I really love that book. Um, it's written by a Jewish rabbi, but he speaks a lot about God and God's plan. And he had a son that like tragically passed away, like at a very young age. And so he as a rabbi had to kind of like deal with that himself and then his relationship with God. But it's just really beautiful how he kind of sees the world and kind of in a layman's term can can help people through, you know, very hard times. And so that was a really beautiful book that really spoke to me. So yeah, I will put um, some, some um, links to um, the Christopher Reeves book and the book that I speak of too, so people can find them. Um, I would love to know, I ask every guest for a Tina tip. So it can be just, you know, some practical advice that you found when you were going through chemo or radiation, or it could be, you know, something like emotionally that you felt or something that you instill with, you know, patients that you work with today, but would love to know a bit of advice that you would give to people. Again, I mean, <laughs> there's so much. Um, I don't know on which level. What? Yeah. Well, and I'd love to, would it be maybe more like find your purpose or something like that? Because I do yeah. think, yeah. 
Well, for me, there's two things. It's one, find the purpose, but also um, in terms of medication. For me, I know when I started radiotherapy and they gave me all the medication and the tamoxifen for the rest of my life, again, because I'm very in tune with myself. I knew I didn't want to take medication for the rest of my life. So I've never been on any medication at all. They gave me tamoxifen. I took two and I collapsed. It took me six hours to recover. And that was for me the wake up call. I was like, if that's what people are going through for a long time, there's no way I'm going through that. So that's when I went even more into complementary therapies, but also checking your emotions and feelings. Because there's no medication who are going to heal you emotionally if you've got work to do. So that's, that's the massive message I tell my clients all the time. You know yourself better than doctors and everything. They're there to help and support and give, you know, to give us what we need. But you know yourself better. And if you feel like there are areas that you need to go and dig in and, you know, who can help you as well to, to feel and be better, just do it. Yeah, and then it. it's about um, recommending, you know, s some therapies or some people would be more appropriate for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I love that. And I know you spoke of too, like, you know, that, that initial massage that you get and you kind of realized all the pain that you had been through and, and almost like releasing that to the world. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you had been holding it in and like, Yes. all of a sudden it, it let go you know yeah yeah well i find the cancer very emotional anyway tina you know because like it goes on a it's very invasive isn't it so you have to once you go through that you have to learn to reappropriate yourself your body as well and that goes definitely with emotions so then how do you how do you deal with your emotions how do you manage and all of that that's really important as well i love that and actually i had i had a friend that i met um who said basically that cancer didn't change her at all and then i've actually spoke to other people and they basically you know done more more and more studies you know and they said it really does change you you're just kind of denying it if you say it doesn't change you and and honestly the sooner that you are true to yourself or allow yourself to be vulnerable and allow yourself to admit that like it, it impacts you, the, the faster you can go on to heal and, and sometimes transform yourself and, and, and achieve a higher level of, you know, who you are intended yeah, to be. Yeah. So but yeah. it's I, scary for people because they've been hiding for so long, holding in for so long and all of a sudden realizing that they will have to change things around and then the other question is how my husband is going to take that how's my family is going to take that so again it's about making them realize that they are important it's not about their family or even partners it's about them mm -hmm. yeah and yeah. i think a lot of times too you know i i speak mainly to women but you know we're we're so humble and then we often do so much to help other people that we don't help ourselves first. And, and I think that is oh, one important yeah. lesson from cancer is taking that time to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. Yes. You know, it's, it's like the oxygen mask in the plane kind of analogy. Like you have to 
have to do that first in order yeah. to help other people and be better for others. And I'm sure you see that with- I know, did with a post, yes. I did a post about that, about is giving yourself permission. Yes. Because people don't give themselves permission at all. They are waiting for some, it's almost like they are waiting for someone to give them permission and then they will do it eventually. But it's about mastering, yeah, taking control of, yeah, your, yourself, your life and everything else. So I love that. Yeah. Give yourself permission. That will be. Give yourself permission. Yeah. <laughs> because I... people don't. Always, I hear it. I heard it so many times. Oh, I'm too busy. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I'm saying take a bath. You know, Tina, I asked my client, how do you relax? Oh, I relax in front of the TV. I would hear sometimes. And I'm thinking that's not relaxing, isn't it? If you listen to the news, you take in all the negativity, all the extra things that you don't need, actually. So many people don't know how to relax. They don't. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and it's really important sometimes to be still. And I think that that's, that's actually one thing that COVID and, and cancer taught me is like, it's important to be still and to your point. Even the COVID happened for a reason as well, you know, <laughs> giving, us, giving us permission to have the time. Now, nobody's going to have um, excuses. I've been calling my clients, what have you been doing? Oh, Rosalie, I thought about you because now I've got too much time in my hand. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, it's been an interesting time. Um, I do tell everyone that like cancer was the best like training manual for, for COVID because, you know, I, I, because I, we've I, been through that, the stillness, definitely. Yeah. For a year I had treatment, you know, I couldn't do anything. You've got chemotherapy. I couldn't walk from here to, to there, you know? So yeah, we experienced that definitely. Yeah. So for me, it wasn't hard at all. Actually it gave me more time to, be more compassionate with myself and do things with Jay that, you know, sometimes we didn't have enough time to do. Yeah. I yeah. see so many like family posts and it's beautiful. I do think that while we will look back and obviously think of the things that we didn't get to do and things, but I love the creativity and, and some of the, there's so many silver linings. If we look, you know, at all the beauty yes. and the stillness yes, and the, you know, to your point, just like, creativity within yourself like I see people just being so creative yeah. with how they do a birthday party or how they ring in the new year or you know whatever it may be they're really thinking differently and like doing it together yeah. as like a family and I love that yeah 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 <laughs> well Rosalie it's been amazing speaking to you um I love your energy and I, just no. your philosophies um they're so wonderful so Thank you for sharing. If people want to find out more about you, um, more about like your posts, I love the, you know, giving yourself permission, which is so important. Um, where can people find you on Instagram? You're, you're more of a newbie to Instagram these days, huh? I am. <laughs> I am. So soul, um, soul Tribe Warriors, I call my page. Yeah. Soul Tribe Warriors. So yes. Um, I will put um, links to it so people can find you, but thank you again for your time. It's been thank such a pleasure, you. you know, getting to know you and hearing your story. Thank you very much. Tina. Okay. Thank take, you. take care. Thank you. And you. Thank you. Bye.